Welcome to This Review Sucks, a podcast about shitty reviews. We want to talk about movies that we think were misunderstood by the critics. Yeah. At least to some degree. So we watched the movie and we're going to discuss our thoughts and we have also selected a review that sucks for that particular film. And that film today is Men in Black International. And the second film... It's not that much older. This one is slightly current, 2017, Atomic Blonde, which we've wanted to talk about for a while. And I had not seen. Elizabeth recommended the film to me. I watched it. I'm going to tell you all about my opinions of it. I'm not going to say anything yet, but I loved it, basically. (laughs) You gave it away. I'm sorry. Okay, you can cut that out. That's the point. That's the point. Okay, the point is I loved it. Absolutely. And we have a review that we're going to discuss with that one as well and our opinions. The Earth slept on Atomic Blonde. It should have gotten a ton of Oscars, a ton of money. Charlize Theron should have been nominated for some kind of public office. Anyways, (laughs) I'm getting ahead of myself. So we're going to go into our first uh, review of a review and our review of the film Men in Black International. 2019 film, a little updated Men in Black film for this specific franchise, and we didn't know a lot about it other than we saw that it got slightly low reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. It was a 23% positive reviews, so Mm -hmm. that's pretty abysmal. So it was what they call rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Thank you for using the appropriate lingo. (laughs) It was not hashtag certified fresh. God fucking damn it. Right. Take out the hashtag. Fuck me. Certified fresh. No GMO. Motherfuckers. Do you mind if I introduce the... Go ahead. So the review that we're here to ridicule is From the Guardian by Peter Bradshaw. Do yourself a favor. Check out that mug in that author's photo. He gave the movie one star out of one, two, three, four, five stars. So he definitely hated it. He thought it was trash. (laughs) I also would like to start off with his opener. This guy's lead was so bad that someone else already made the joke. Like the exact same lead already happened. Yeah, it already happened. Actually, Sam, could could you read it? You have a better reading voice. It's time once again for what must now be called the meh in black. I bet that really registers with the kids. Two two guys made that joke. A lot of people want to make comparisons to Dark Phoenix. I was like, they're struggling with the fact that men is in the title of the franchise and they're having women in it. It's like, dude, X-Men has already had, I don't, I don't. Right? (laughs) Like they've, they've had women. It's chill. Like, this is not... The Sophie Turner film is not the first fucking X-Men film with a woman. He couldn't think of anything to write about the actual movie, so he just was like, X-Men! Sophie Turner! (laughs) X-Men and Men in Black? Same movie, same thing, same exact thing. We're done. And he was like, good job, send it to the publisher. This is this falls into the category of reviewers that went too hard. I thought it was pretty sharp because, you know, you do have so much potential 
with the graphics, and I think like they did really well on all of that. I thought that the aliens looked great. Beard alien looked great. Mm-hmm. Pawnee looked great. Pawnee didn't even get a shout out in this review. He did it. Camille Nanjiani. He did a good job. Do you want to read a couple more lines as we go along? He's saying here, Thompson is usually charismatic, who was stylish and amusing last year in Boots Riley's satire, Sorry to Bother You, now has the life squeezed out of her by this wearying film. And it was just weird to hear that. Like, I don't see her blending in at all. I mean, she's, it, it doesn't make any sense to me, this particular. She's the it, life force of the film. It's the opposite of life squeezed out. Yeah. Because she provides all of the life. Yeah, he's incorrect. So that's that part was wrong. It's also wrong not to mention uh, Camille Nanjiani. Yep. Also, I would watch a whole movie, I'll say it, of Tessa Thompson and Emma Thompson mm-hmm. just talking about anything, honestly. And he doesn't say anything about how much Emma Thompson does with how little she screen time she has. I know. He, he doesn't say anything this is the terrace of one come on seriously he does a brief mentioning of her performance so this review kills me because he wastes time spoiling plot points yeah i have never once in my entire goddamn life wanted to read a review to be like hey so what's this movie about right that's what the Wikipedia that it's not it's what maybe someone's blog that's not even about a review and there's not even a spoiler alert in this fucking review thank you dicks Um. (laughs) it follows a very classic format too Mm -hmm. I feel like that format of talking shit spoiling the plot and then bringing it back is just it it's like a full circle review but it doesn't I don't know you want to talk about lazy (laughs) yeah it's formulaic as hell. Right? Not a good formula. <laughs> Peter Reviews International. <laughs> One star. Sometimes it's too It doesn't even make sense. It's fine. We don't need the jokes to make sense. But the fact that he gave this one star out of five stars, like he really thought it was that garbage. Dude, it's not even like saying it's that fucking horrible. Yes. I mean, literally in the byline, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It calls it mediocre, which one star isn't mediocre. One star is abysmal. Right. It feels like it's, it's kind of like a spiteful one star because he yeah. didn't even think it was that bad. No. But. He was like, this was actually watchable, but I'm going to give it one star because I just think Men in Black needs to die. Like, if you just think that Men in Black is over as a franchise, which is what he said in the end. Honestly, Tessa Thompson in a suit? Like, just see it for that. (laughs) I'll pay $12. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to be super psyched about it, but, like, I'll also pay $12 because literally that happened. Exactly. And I got, like, yeah. Okay. Satisfaction. (laughs) So, checkmate, Peter. (sighs) Anyways. Was definitely not a one star it's definitely not i mean it's it's absolutely not yeah even close and well something that's baffling to me Mm -hmm. is we've seen it time time again where 
reviewers, journalists, whatever you want to call them, film critics, they, they have this baffling system of where they're generous with certain action flicks and other ones that with other ones, they treat it as if they're judging it on a scale of, is this going to make it to the Oscars? Yeah. Is this yeah. art worthy? Like, right. what does this say about society? But then yeah. the other ones, they'll slap five stars on it as if, you know, like, oh, well, this is a good action movie. And based on that scale, it met that criteria. <laughs> and then they went to see Atomic Blonde. I'm sorry, I can't. Honestly, and I, I love Marvel movies. Well, a lot of Marvel movies I've enjoyed. But people would give them five stars. They'd turn around and be like, oh, Godfather, part one, five stars. Avengers, Age of Ultron, five stars. But then they'd turn around and give Men in Black International one star because they spend all day... They shit on these movies that are kind of updating these franchises yeah. to, as the kids say, the year of our Lord 2019 by having Tessa Thompson rightfully in the lead. Um, and then with Captain America, Winter Soldier, Peak of Cinema, which is like literally nothing is new updated about this formula of like i guess a spy thriller and they they're just like this is perfection this film whose color palette is gray whose <laughs> fi- like soundtrack is, is nothing <laughs> like i mean mm, yeah I guess I, I think I made a point somewhere in there. Now, we're going to go back to when the date was 2017. Whoa, Whoa. The time 2017. Throwback segment. This edition, Atomic Blonde. The suspects. Michael O'Sullivan. <laughs> the crime. A bad review of Atomic Blonde. That was wrong. Everybody slept on this movie. And Michael O'Sullivan was part of the goddamn problem. Okay, this one's haunted me, like kept me awake at night. So what I'm about to read to you is what I would wake up yelling. These exact words. So picture me asleep, tucked in, sound asleep, and then all of a sudden I would bolt up. And I would say, for reasons that have nothing to do with destructive power or hair color, Atomic Blonde is no Wonder Woman. It makes no fucking and then sense. You scream. <laughs> and then I scream, despite its bloody, sharply choreographed action sequences, its widely touted lesbian scene, which is only hot if you're a 16 year old boy and not a lesbian. Ah! <laughs> oh. It's hot if you are a 16 year old boy. Judging by his pick, he is not. Or not a lesbian, judging by his pick, he falls into category B, not lesbian. So he's like, yes, it was hot, but the lesbian, I, I don't, why is this in the, or is he speaking for the lesbian community and saying, 
this wasn't hot. I'm going to wager. I'm sorry. Yes. I have yeah. such a hard time that with that. Michael O'Sullivan <laughs> is speaking for the lesbian community. He's like, I'm white. I'm a man. I know what's up. The end. <laughs> There's no one that knows lesbians better than crusty old dudes. <laughs> If you if you Google lesbian flag, it's just Michael O'Sullivan's face. <laughs> so, famed lesbian spokesperson Michael O'Sullivan says he is done with it. It's one of those things where my reality wasn't reality. Nope. Sorry. Multiple things happening here. Number one, I take issue. With the fact that lesbian spokesperson Michael O'Sullivan is telling me that it's not hot as a woman who loves women. But that's not even the biggest problem. It's the problem that he's starting off his review talking about how hot the lesbian sex scene wasn't. How? If I turned that in to my journalism professor and my review of Brokeback Mountain was the sex scene not very hot. Like, that's, that's the lead. Yeah. I was like... That's it. Hey, guys. <laughs> when they bang... Mm, mm, not for me. Not aroused. For 16-year-old girls only. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Only do girls would like that. Wah, wah, wah. This whole film, and to that, though, it's, it's not Wonder Woman, and it's not a hot lesbian sex scene, so that's it. That's what we got. Okay, I need to move on. Ooh, okay, yes, I almost forgot. Whoo! Someone told him he had tickets to see John Wick, and then he walked into Atomic Blonde, and he was so unhappy uh, because he just compares it to John Wick basically for the rest of the review. Yep. He's like, John Wick was a super good movie, but this wasn't John Wick. This had a girl? But it wasn't Keanu Reeves? So I'm really mad about it. I'm losing it. So he thought that John Wick. Oh my God. Okay. Let's. I just need to read part of it. I need to get back on. Get back on the tracks. Yes. Nothing is more important to me when I want to know about the quality of a film than just recounting the plot. Yay! Um, You didn't see it. I'm literally just scrolling because I'm just trying to get past. He was like, I need to up my word count. Rob the film of momentum every time it cuts away from the kiss, kiss, and the bang, bang. Which is all anyone should and will care about. Do you think that that's just like a covert way of Mr. Michael O'Sullivan saying that he has, like, sexual dysfunction in the bedroom? Because I feel like it is. He's still talking about... The kissing and the banging. Or the guns. So he's still talking about that. I need to get past this. Um, Yeah, I need... So that's the part I want to talk about. County Reed's single-minded hitman, John Wick, for his part, was motivated by the love for a dog, not to mention his dead wife. And there was a certain spirit of self-aware unseriousness to that film that diffused criticism of its gleeful one-dimensionality. Lorraine, on the other hand, is entirely cold-blooded and self-important, like the film itself. Just so we can get this straight, he's saying that John Wick was gleeful 
and its one-dimensionality and that he was at least motivated by the love for his dog. But Lorraine is cold-blooded and self-important. She literally has a dead husband. Yep. And the woman that she is having feelings for is killed, but she's cold-blooded, and John Wick has proper motivation? Yeah. That's what he's trying to say. So, like, her doing her job is cold-blooded and self-important. Yeah. But John Wick killing because somebody killed his dog. Totally valid. Totally valid. He's like, she's not human. She's a cold hit woman. Not like John Wick. He was such a soft boy. She's she's all business. John Wick was a fun boy. (laughs) Not like Um, this mean girl. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a woman or is this just a cold-hearted robot? Never motivated by feelings. She doesn't do anything for feelings even though she went back to try to save her freaking girlfriend. (laughs) Girls are supposed to have feelings. Not like the boys. (laughs) They have gleeful (laughs) one-dimensionality. Girls have the girl feelings. It's shit like this that robs so many people of one of the best action movies I have ever seen in my life. (laughs) Atomic Blonde is so good. It's so... He talks... He's obsessed with John Wick because the director also worked on John Wick. And the director was a former stuntman. All of that to say... The action scenes are so spectacular. Like, the choreography is so intricate and... It's amazing. It's amazing! This film, it has color and depth and just striking images. And film is a visual medium. And it succeeds on so many goddamn levels. And so many people missed out on this movie. And there are twists, people. Do you like twists and turns? Sam... Yes. Does it have exciting action? Yes. Does it have a badass lead? See. Does it have gorgeous visuals? Fuck yeah. Does it have incredible fashion? Better than any film I've ever seen. Does it have cool ass twists? Yes. Does it have Charlize Theron? (laughs) Yes. Does it have cool music? Yes! <laughs> has all those fucking things. Is Michael O'Sullivan wrong? Yes! Does this review suck? Case closed. Ba-boom. Boom, boom. Let's time travel back to 2019. Woo! Another oh, John Wick was made, but not another atomic blonde. <laughs> I don't want to be here. (laughs) Okay, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to This Review Sucks, a podcast by Sam and Elizabeth that we uh, do from a very professional recording studio that is a library. Bye. Bye.